Every business must maintain certain records to help administer HR policies and practices to comply with various laws. While hiring, leave, performance, and discipline forms may be commonplace, COVID-19 has added new notice obligations for employers. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today, we'll talk about forms to consider for your workplace with Merrill Gutterman. Merrill is counsel here at ADP. Merrill, as always, thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me today. So, Merrill, let's start at the beginning of the employee lifecycle. What documents should employers consider using during the recruitment process? Well, many employers use application forms. They use candidate evaluation forms and checklists to help them identify qualified candidates during the pre-hire process. Um, And it's important if you use these forms to make sure you're reviewing them regularly to make sure they're complying with the most recent law. Um, For instance, several jurisdictions prohibit employers from asking about pay history and other information during the pre-employment process, so you want to make sure your forms are up to date and don't ask for that type of information. So various uh, federal, state, and local laws require that employees complete certain paperwork at the time of hire. So what forms need to be filled out for a new employee? So at the time of hire, employers have to complete a Form W-4, and that's to determine the amount of federal income tax to withhold from their wages. And then many states also have their own state withholding forms. And employees also have to fill out a Form I-9 to verify that they're authorized to work in the U.S. And then there's also the notice of coverage options that under the Affordable Care Act, employers have to give to all new hires within 14 days of their start date. And then many state and local jurisdictions also have their own requirements. Um, For example, California requires employers to provide new hires with notices that relate to state disability insurance, to paid family leave, workers' compensation, and other employment-related protections as well. So while it's not required, Many employers also provide new hires with a handbook acknowledgement. Uh, what other new hire paperwork is recommended? That's right. Um, and I would encourage employers to provide new hires um, with a copy of an employee handbook and then get them to sign a form acknowledgement that says they've received and are responsible for complying with company policies. Um, in addition to that, if you offer direct deposit, you can provide new hires with a direct deposit authorization if they want their pay to get deposited directly into their bank accounts each pay period. And then also uh, payroll deduction authorization should be provided for voluntary deductions, uh, things like health insurance premiums and retirement savings plans. And all that being said, all new hires should receive information about the benefit programs that you offer as well and any forms that are required to enroll. It's also a good idea to have employees complete an emergency contact form. And if you're providing your new hire with company property like a laptop or a cell phone or keys, then you're also going to want to have them complete a company property form. And that acknowledges that the employee has received the company property that they're going to keep it in good condition, and that they'll return it upon separation from the company or earlier if you ask for it back. All right. So beyond hiring-related forms, leave of absence is another area in which documentation might be important. Uh, Can you talk about leave forms? Absolutely. It is an area where documentation is important. Um, So when possible, I would recommend employers ask employees to submit requests 
for time off or any other type of leave in writing. Um, where the leave is required by law, the government agency responsible for enforcement may provide sample forms that you can use. Um, for example, the Department of Labor provides sample forms for leave requests that are covered by the Family and Medical Leave Act or the FMLA. Um, also want to mention that in response to the pandemic, lawmakers and agencies had approved a bunch of new leave requirements for employees that were impacted by COVID-19 um, under the Families First Coronavirus Response Act or the FFCRA. You may remember um, that law temporarily entitled employees to paid sick and family leave and provided affected employers with a corresponding tax credit. Um, there's no longer a leave requirement. That requirement expired uh, last December. but. The tax credits uh, for providing the leave have been extended for employers that provide the leave voluntarily from January 1st, 2021 through September 30th, 2021. Um, so for the purposes of getting those tax credits that are associated with FFCRA leave, you have to also, as the employer, obtain and retain certain documentation. Meryl, what other COVID-related documentation requirements should employers be aware of? Well, state or local laws may require employers to notify employees about safety protocols that are implemented to prevent the spread of COVID-19. These notices may need to be provided to employees or posted in the workplace. Also, if you're conducting COVID-19 screenings on employees before they enter the workplace, then you may need to get authorization from those employees. Also, you may want to gather daily health attestations or provide a notice of potential exposure to COVID-19, or you may need to provide a notice of recall after furlough. So you can visit the Forms and Policies section of the COVID-19 Resource Center at adp.com forward slash smallbizcovid19, and that'll give you a list of COVID-19-related forms that are available for you to download. Great. Thank you. So on the topic of COVID-19, an employee may request a reasonable accommodation. For example, they may ask for an accommodation from a vaccine requirement due to a disability or because of religious beliefs. Does this kind of request need to be in writing? Um, no. So the request does not need to be in writing um, under certain laws like the Americans with Disabilities Act and Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. Employers have to provide reasonable accommodations to qualified applicants and employees who have a disability or a sincerely held religious belief or practice, unless providing that accommodation would cause an undue hardship on your business. Um, there are also some state laws that have similar requirements that apply to smaller employers, and some states have laws that require accommodations in additional circumstances as well, such as when an employee has a pregnancy-related condition. And employees aren't required to make any of these requests in writing or even use the term reasonable accommodation. Um, that said, employers should thoroughly document the request and also any follow-up discussions and any information regarding the resulting accommodation that the employer provides. All right. So let's move a little further along the employee life cycle. Let's talk about performance and discipline. What needs to be documented? Well, employers should document all performance and disciplinary events, whether positive or negative. Um, and this would include annual performance reviews, any rewards or recognitions or promotions, and also any disciplinary action. And that could include a written and or uh, oral warning and any performance improvement plan. So, Meryl, one of the most difficult aspects of being an employer is terminating an employee. 
but at times it's a necessary decision for the business. So when faced with a termination, what forms and or notices are required? Uh, several states require employers to provide a separation notice that details the reason for termination, the date of termination, um, and then also in some cases these notices are given to the employee, but then some states also require the employer to send the notices directly to the state unemployment agency. Um, some states also require employers to provide written information about unemployment insurance benefits or an unemployment insurance pamphlet to employees at the time of separation. And then employers may also be required to provide notices about certain other benefits, so employers need to make sure they're checking with their state requirements to make sure they're providing all of the required notices upon separation. Thank you, Meryl. You provided a great overview of commonly used HR forms. And remember, your company size, location, and industry may dictate whether you need to provide additional written information to your employees. So when making this determination, consider your business needs as well as all applicable laws. So I want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Thanks again for joining us. Be well.